Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, interesting to see yesterday's price action in the end. We're wondering what sort of month, uh, how this month was going to close. Um, we had a bit of a sizable um, uh, false breakout yesterday across the U.S. indices. Um, so one thing to be aware of, we've got some important news out this afternoon, but also today is the last day of the trading month, and we've had such a massive rally um, this month. Uh, all off the back of the Fed looking to um, uh, cut rates um, sooner rather than later. I think the urgency is beginning to kick in this month, and, and uh, we're not necessarily on the same page with, with that kind of narrative. We don't necessarily think the Fed will be cutting rates as quick as the markets anticipate. However, this is a, this is a discussion for another day. Certainly, this month's um, rally has been profoundly impressive. Um, and uh, we'll probably get some continuation between now and, and end of year. So that Santa Claus rally that we were talking about potential for a few weeks ago is 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 in full flow. So let's get straight into it then. The whole point of this session is to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. So we'll, of course, start with our risk warning. <clears throat> Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. And... Um, um, as a quick introduction, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. Of course, you need to be trying to look for the right right moves in the right markets for the right reasons. Um, and that takes a little bit of time, but this is what this session really helps with. Um, we, we need to consider where to enter and exit these markets, how to manage risk. An important feature of anyone's trading strategy is risk management and uh, trade management as well. So when those markets move in in your in your favour, um, what decisions do you make on a consistent basis to try and book in profits as 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 things go? So um, and then trade psychology as well, all very important features. So bear with me one second. All right, sorry about that, guys. I apologize. Um, so, you look, we, we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, uh, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of this potential market moving news. So, we mentioned we do have some important news out today, and we, we kind of do is personal uh, consumption. So if you go to Thursday, the 30th of November, the last day of the trading month, and, and we'll explain when we show you the chart as well, um, what, what our concern would be as far as today's price action is concerned. Okay, so the first major news event is in the oil markets. So you may be aware um, we were supposed to have an OPEC JMMC meeting last Sunday. Uh, it was cancelled because it was anticipated that um, OPEC and, and specifically the Saudis weren't able to get the, the agreement in place that they would have liked. Uh, the Saudis themselves are currently uh, restricting supply to, to the tune of about a million barrels per day, a million barrels of oil per day. Overall, global supply is somewhere around 100 million barrels. So you're looking at, you know, 1% of global supply. And... 
that is in place till the end of this year and really this meeting is, is to determine where are things going to sit going into 2024. They do have a nuclear option um, which would tank the price. I uh, don't think they'll probably take it and prefer to get consensus um, and it looks like they're struggling to do so. So um, our expectation is, is probably more so to the upside for, for oil um, rather than the nuclear option to the downside but we do need to wait and see how this how this plays out also in here we've got core pce price index numbers month on month so this is personal consumption uh, inflation and you can see the kind of the average over the last couple of years has probably been around 0 0.3 so 0 0.2 would show a little bit of softening um and uh the Fed are still very mindful that prices are still growing um, and, uh, and inflation is still around, even though they are uh, communally, most central banks are suggesting that inflation is done. And it looks on the surface as if that's the case. And they're very concerned about it coming back really aggressively, which is why they're, they're talking about higher rates for longer. Um, except when you look at price action, the markets completely disagree. They think that these central banks will be uh, lowering rates sooner rather than later. So that's the dynamic that, that we have to sort of trade through. And then unemployment claims. So we've had, you know, we have had unemployment claims up at 250, 260,000. We've fallen right off, really. Um, and we're sort of trading around that. 210 to 220 level and that's pretty much where these unemployment claims are coming in but what this really refers to any number around 220 or 210 uh, it does represent a really tight jobs market again so um, the fed would like to see a loosening in these numbers and unemployment claims you know jump higher that would feed into that that rate narrative and if they remain relatively low then we're probably staying higher for longer so we're constantly looking for these economic indicators to begin to change we don't have the narrative for that change just yet the you just look at yesterday's um gdp numbers in the uk in, in the us rather you know we're expecting um gdp quarter on quarter to come in at five percent and it came in at 5.2 so economic activity is strong the consumer is broadly strong inflation's coming down um, there might not be any need for these central banks to keep rates up at these higher levels, but it depends on the stability of, of the inflation narrative, um, whether it's coming down and it's going to stay down, or whether if you look at various different parts of the economy with low employment, higher wages, you know, that's all inflationary. It means we can all go out and still continue to spend and pay higher prices, and that's counterproductive. So there's a few sort of conflicting elements to these markets which don't really make sense on the surface but i suppose it is a bit of a gamble so that's our focus today now um all happening around 1 and we we might get some um some info on opec and jmmc as the day unfolds but if they agree you know some further supply cuts and we'll probably see an uplift in oil prices that would be our, our kind of base case at this point. Right, let's get these charts up then. So, so this is um, the, the huge force breakout we had yesterday. 
Um, and it, it is a false breakout. And what will what will draw your attention to is the fact that we've been sitting sideways or drifting sideways for six or seven days. And um, yesterday we finally had that little breakout uh, of that quite strong range in here. And uh, it, 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 we rallied and then we kind of reversed and, and rolled back over. Now, looking at the S&P 500, we look at it on a big time frame. Just want to share with you the monthly So this here, this is November. This is the rally we've seen in this market. And you can see it's probably the most significant rally for, for quite some time. Um, and the momentum is very clearly higher. So the fact that there's a bit of profit taking today is not, or yesterday or last night, is not really that surprising. We'd expect some some profit taking after this strong rally in the month and we're trying to trade through it so what does that mean it means we want to stay in the trade for as long as we can because we think over the coming days and weeks we're more likely to get further upside and further momentum in this market so so just to clarify um our bias is very much for further upside um, from here so it doesn't this is the melt up um scenario that we were talking about you know these markets are um are actually melting to the upside rather than a meltdown we're looking at a melt up so there is just people flooding to these markets you know um normally when you have a meltdown you you, you see people exiting trades and, and exiting the markets as quickly as they can and it creates you know a, a bit of a a bit of a panic in the market um now people are running to these markets trying to get in as best they can and committing their capital now time will tell whether that's a a good decision or not on on a, on a more medium term but yesterday's price action is really quite important our bias is still to the upside so just uh do bear that in mind we've uh we, on a monthly time frame, you see this is a little bit of a pullback. So our expectation is that we still sort of maintain that move to the upside. Um, same situation for the NASDAQ. Now, um, looking at the DAX, for example, we, we were able to rally yesterday, which is good. So now we can mitigate risk on that trade. And we're pretty close to booking in profits. We just anticipate these profits to just squeeze a little bit higher. So we'll keep an eye on, on the DAX. Um, FTSE. We were looking at a potential sell trade, but doing that when when other markets are really quite bullish is perhaps um, a bit of an offside trade. Um, so really, we're getting some we're getting a bit of a pause as we close the calendar month. Now, like I said, December or tomorrow or, or Monday or Tuesday, we could get these markets kicking off again. So for now, if we can stick with, with our overall bias and we have bond yields kind of supporting that particular narrative, we're still inverted. So there's still, you know, when we get inverted markets, we can expect a recession coming down the line. But we've been saying that for the best part of two years now. Um, 
where this recession just doesn't arrive. There is there is no recession. It's the opposite of a recession, actually. Um, so, but that's not what these bond markets are telling us. So the risks over the nearer term, the two-year are higher than the over the ten-year term. Um, so you get this inversion. So, um, and the size of the inversion is not really. It's softening ever so slightly. So 40 basis points is the differential between the two and the 10-year. And um, we had been up at 50 basis points last week. So it is sort of narrowing. Um, but we're still waiting for these this economic data to prove this this recession is, is a reality. Okay, so here's your oil market. What we have is a bit of consolidation here, but our bias for now is probably for further upside, especially if, if OPEC get to agree uh, further rate cuts for 2024. And then we'd probably see a sizable move to the upside. The Saudis, just so that you know, are looking for prices to be in the mid 80s, um, maybe late 80s up, up at these kind of highs. So they're looking for agreement to, to get prices up to those levels. So potentially some decent trades in the pipeline, but we've had to sort of be patient to wait for the right type of trade to come away. Um, the rollover to the downside in the oil markets has been really, really quite significant. And we've not been in that extension to the downside. We've been uh, wanting to buy at lower prices. So it depends what sort of trade you're looking for and, and what sort of opportunity you're trying to get, get, get hold of. So this was the trade. Um, that we were talking an awful lot about wanting to get in above 207. This is the trade that we missed pretty much on Monday and Tuesday. We did have conflicting narratives or conflicting markets uh, during that time. But this is the one that we probably should have been in, but we weren't able to get into it um, as quickly as we would have liked. Okay, so that just brings us on to what's going on well, really good GDP numbers yesterday. Um, we would expect a bit of dollar strength. Our, our bias is still to the upside. We've still got that sort of end of month uh, narrative to, to get through. Our expectation is for further upside. Can we stay in this market until we get that further upside, that momentum move? That's the big question for us. So a bit of a softening in the pound we're below these monthly lows now as far as the dollar yen is concerned so further dollar weakness um we'd probably expect the dollar yen to to see if we do get that confirmed rollover to the downside there's still a little question mark around these monthly lows you still have that massive differential between fed interest rates of five and a half and boj interest rates at minus 0 0.1 you know there's 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 5.6% um, difference between central banks. So it just means that there's probably still an appetite for the dollar, but you know we've certainly been seeing a bit of dollar weakness, and we're looking to see if we can continue that, that kind of narrative. Further downside moves in the dollar Swiss, dollar CAD, um, although we get a reaction really from... Um, the Canadian dollar when we get some news out impacting uh, OPEC. The Aussie dollar, 
we're, yesterday we had to sit through this little rollover from downside. Now we're, we're, we're looking for further rallying to the upside and we're beginning to see it across the Aussie and the New Zealand. Um, some pound strength really over the euro. And um, we're still getting a decent move in this yen pair and we're still, we still have a, um, a yen sort of buyer's trade at some point. Um, we're kind of waiting for the BOJ to kind of come out with, with some sort of policy change, but we're not really getting it. So we're definitely getting a bit of softening, uh, more so against the, the dollar and the euro rather than the pound. But that yen trade, should we should probably still keep an eye on it. Um, and our bias would be for that risk-off trade to kick in. So worth keeping an eye on, on, on oil if we get a bit of a breakout. We're currently trading at the 200 period moving average. So we've got some potential fundamental developments over the course of the trading day. Um, we certainly have some, some technical opportunities in these markets. We had a false breakout yesterday across um, uh, US um, indices. So, so today's trade plan. Yesterday we had kind of a, a mixed backdrop um it's a little bit more coherent today yesterday we were looking for the potential of risk on market conditions which we were able to, to position ourselves and get into um so we have to stick with this narrative really there's no, there's no major need to change um So let's put a little caveat. So we're looking for further US, um, further industry strength, the DAX and, uh, and the US specifically. We're looking for further dollar weakness and we just have to kind of cherry pick the opportunities. Um, we're looking for further yen strength. So perhaps the euro yen and dollar yen to the downside could be opportunities that are kind of worth looking at. Um, in terms of fundamental drivers, I think this um, this central bank rate cut narrative is um, is is still intact. So today is the last day of the trading month, so we can expect some profit taking. Um, Okay, so um, so market summary, we do have quite a mixed, a little bit of a mixed backdrop. If you look at what was happening in the indices, and um, there's a little bit of hesitation on the dollar side, um, but broadly, we're looking for further risk on market conditions. We probably think our bias to the upside 
is is significant, um, especially across the indices. Um, we're looking for further dollar weakness. We're looking for also the, the yen to potentially strengthen with one eye very much on... Let's convert this to red because it, it is worth worth noting, but um, So if we get some supply cuts, we'd probably look for some uh, bit of a buy trade there in oil. And it's really um, over to OPEC in terms of what decisions made on that on that basis. And um, let's hope they don't go nuclear, which could really drag prices really significantly lower. But we don't probably think that's likely to be the case. Okay. Um, right, so that's our trade plan, guys. Just posted it down to the chat box. Um, let's switch rooms. We've got a, we've got a few little things to kind of work with. Um, probably biggest concern for these markets is the fact that we're probably likely to get some considerable profit taking, and all that means is prices are just likely to come off the highs, and um, they will reemerge. We're anticipating they'll reemerge, but it will it be today? Will it be tomorrow? Um, early next week? We're just going to keep that option open. All right then, guys. So look, that's how we see these markets. The narrative is still very much built around this kind of dovish Fed um, rate pivot narrative. So risk on, indices higher, dollar lower. Um, we're still seeing some decent moves across bond yields. They're continuing to roll over to the downside, and we're seeing markets like gold, you know, rally um, off the back of a, a weaker dollar. So the narrative is is kind of fine. Um, we're just taking into account the specifics of, of these current conditions right now and over the course of the trading day because you get a lot of reconciliation with with global capital um, but we do expect that you know these moves to continue we don't really have any major reason to slam on the brakes on any of these trades all right then guys so listen on that note thanks so much for joining us any questions feel free to post them into the chat box and look, thanks very much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time. Um, back again tomorrow morning for this session, of course. And we're going to switch rooms now to our European um, live trade room. So if you get access to that, um, we'll see you in the inside very, very shortly. So uh, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. For more information about what we do and how to access um, any of our products and services, just go to the live trade room.com and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Bye for now.